Your kid having a tantrum doesn't mean that you're a bad parent. Clueless Parents Podcast with Leo and Abby. Hi everyone, welcome back to Clueless Parents Podcast. We usually don't do intros like this, my love, right? Yeah. But we owe it to you since we've been we've missed out on a week for right? the very first time. Yeah, it's just that I know it's not an excuse. It's just that everything's been so crazy lately. Our schedules were so packed and full, and we are so tired. Mm-hmm. We are excited to share this news to you soon, but right now, let's just start with the episode. Which will be all about toddler tantrums and toxic parenting. Mm-hmm. In our case, it's very timely for us because Luna is turning 17 months old, God willing. So, we're experiencing new things again as new parents. We've all said that parenting is really tiring. But if you deal with toddler tantrums, it's really exhausting on a different level. It's a whole different experience as I shared. You'd probably seen kids who will cry, shout. In public. In public. But that's totally normal for a tiny human being who still doesn't know how to deal and manage his or her big emotions. And this is the very first point that we want to emphasize in this episode. You've probably experienced it in a public place when either somebody or in our case now as parents are experienced or seen, right? Yeah. That there's a kid who's gonna have an outburst. And you can't help but probably observe that some people within that room might blame the parent. Right? Yeah. Or like might, might think that the the parent of that child is irresponsible. Or like that parent doesn't know how to discipline or deal with their child. The other way would be why is that kid acting like that because they don't probably know right and two they things, don't really know yeah, that's why really we know. want to put it out there that when a child is having a tantrum it doesn't mean that the parent or the parents are irresponsible or that they really don't know how to like discipline their child there's a few reasons for why that child the toddler may, might be having these tantrums mm-hmm and the first one that I could think of is especially for like Luna, right? They still might be struggling in how they could say or how they would communicate their emotions. They they can't find the words. They can't say the words yet, right? Mm-hmm. That's why they have the tantrums. Sometimes she wants to get something or she's trying to ask for something, although she knows a few sign languages, she's now exploring more things. Yeah, she's becoming more curious of the world around her. And when she like asks for things, and we try to our best to understand her, but sometimes when we can't like understand her, that's she when gets it, frustrated. Yeah. Which leads to the next point. One possible reason is that tantrums are their way of actually expressing themselves, whether it's all about what they want, their preferences at the moment. Their autonomy, their their independence. Yes. And sometimes, in relation to this, the toddler would be frustrated, as you said, with a parent who is setting boundaries or setting limitations. Mm -hmm. And this is one thing that I've actually tested with Luna. 
you know when <laughs> when you want to try to like in in Filipino sindakin yung bata, diba? mm-hmm. uh, When I was like, no, Luna, no, no. no. Like and the then she was just no. like, huh, huh? And then she just continued to do it because she she couldn't like understand it fully yet, right? And then I've noticed that it seems like she's starting to test some boundaries, love. Mm-hmm. If she could get away with it, if she could do this, right? And obviously, we know that it's it's not with that intent, but because not, not, not like get away with it, like in a mischievous way, not like. But that. it seems like that, right? Yep. But but it's it's as you mentioned, it it's a stage where they're now trying to test boundaries. Mm-hmm. It's also a stage where now, as parents, we're trying to learn how can we really more effectively set these boundaries and make her understand that there are certain things that she just couldn't do. That's right. What's another one that you could think of that would might set off a tantrum? One thing that I've observed with Luna would be if she has a long she had a long day. Oh, that's right. I remember one time when we were from like Bataan, right? Mm-hmm. And then she had like such a short nap during that day. She usually has like one to two hour naps so that she will be re-energized she'll have energy again to go on with her day but that that day she had a short nap and she woke up so early and then we went home late the the car ride home she was crying hysterically yeah because she was so tired she was so exhausted and i felt like she was not she was not really crying because she's mad or something but she's just she just had physical discomfort. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's a great perspective to have, right? She couldn't like comfort herself naturally. And she's probably like, you know, in, in some of our days as adults where it's like, it's just a long day. I'm just super tired. So I'm just going to cry it out right yeah, now. Yeah, <laughs> that's her release. Yeah. As we mentioned, I think that it's not just about the long day. Some th- sometimes toddlers who are overstimulated mm-hmm, mm-hmm. maybe by the screens like watching too much tv watching being in front of the screen for too long or being being around too many people there's a lot of noise there's a lot of things going on those things could overstimulate the toddler which could lead to a tantrum now that you mentioned this love there's a practical tip that we want to share with you guys. And Abby actually was the one who discovered this. There was one time when we had to bring Luna down just a few moments after she she woke up. And then naturally, we'd have to prepare food. You'd cook the breakfast uh, for you and Luna also. So we need her to sit down for a while and then watch some TV. And what we notice is in those types of days, she'll have these tiny outbursts early in the morning. I mean, just a few hours from the time that she woke up. And so Abby tried this, this change in their routine when instead of going down immediately and then making her watch the TV, they'd play together in the room. We'd let Luna explore her toys. We'd let her some have some some sort of a slow down and then just enjoy the morning before we actually ask her if she's hungry or she'd, she'd actually tell you that she's hungry. And we're not sure if this is scientifically backed, but in our experience, it had a very, very good 
outcome with Luna's days and with the way she she'd have her tantrums or not. Yeah. With the with the thing that you mentioned about like letting her have her slowdown time, right? I also bonded with her during that time. I bond with her during that time. It's like 10 to 15 minutes, sometimes up to 30 minutes actually. I realized that if I spend time with her and give her more attention the moment she wakes up, her tantrums, her tiny outbursts would be non-existent. But if I'm on autopilot and I just go do the chores or like the things I need to do right away, she'd be seeking attention. And by seeking attention, she'd be throwing tantrums. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's when I tried to change the routine and I noticed the change in her behavior as well. Yeah, so try that out. You know, there's, there's, you've got nothing to lose. And then maybe even tell us how, how it's going to turn out for you and your kids. With all these things that we have said, again, we want to remind you that a tantrum is totally normal because it's part of your child's development. Mm-hmm. It's their way of expressing their, their selves, their emotions, which they are maybe overwhelmed, right? They, they might be overwhelmed by their emotions at this phase. So just don't blame yourself, right? But try to be more aware of how you deal with these tantrums and how you talk to your child. Yeah. Because the possibilities would be we get to that road of becoming toxic parents. Of course, every now and then, it's, it's, it's perfectly natural that yeah. you'd feel so annoyed. Irritated, uh, stressed. We're not perfect people. Yeah. We're human beings. We get overstimulated as well but we should be again as i said we should be aware of the things we do that might affect our child's development and how they see the world and how they see us Mm -hmm. as their parents what are the things that we could probably share with them that could help us all be more aware uh, in terms of trying to become better parents at this stage that we have toddlers who are most likely going to have their tantrums anyway. Yeah, when we say, when we, we said toxic, right, it's kind of heavy. Mm-hmm. But I think it's the reality. We become, we become somehow toxic by the little things that we do that like pile up, right? Mm-hmm. So we should be aware. And the first one that I'd like to mention is we might be toxic as parents when we expect too much from our little ones. Mm-hmm. We expect them to be perfectly behaved when in fact, they're not wired to be like that. Yeah. Naturally, at this stage, they're, they're really supposed curious. to explore. Yeah. And they need it for their development, in fact. We might like call them makulet in mm-hmm. Filipino or malikot mm-hmm. but it's how they're supposed to be so we should not like expect them to just be cooped up in a corner and all that's like a toxic mindset for us exactly parents. exactly and we all know that of course we also get tired we're it's we're not invalidating your feelings i get tired i have those days but i try to be mindful that 
when I'm tired, I don't want to displace my stress to mm-hmm. Luna. I don't want to be yelling or shouting or scolding her even over the little things that she's not really completely aware of, right? That makes me be reminded of a line that I've read somewhere. We don't have bad children. Sometimes we're just displacing our bad days on them. Wow. Right? Yeah. And I don't think that uh, maybe if you've done one of these things, like, it doesn't make you a bad parent. Yeah. As yeah. long as you're trying to correct your ways, like, don't repeat them. The, the third one on my list that I could think of is not giving them the attention that they need. And instead of spending time with them, we become toxic by just showering them with gifts. Mm-hmm. Children would value, would appreciate you much more if you spend time with them, play with them, and it will make you make them love you more mm-hmm. and appreciate you more as a parent rather than just giving them gifts and ignoring them. This is something that I try to be as conscious as possible because most of my days I have to be spent on thinking about things uh, at work, uh, other responsibilities. But I always try to make it a point you know, to be present as much as possible. So again, these are realities and these are really very good points, love. W- what else do you have in mind? Not giving them attention, right? I mentioned mm-hmm. that. And when you don't give them attention, sometimes you just want to be on your own. And what you do is you leave them unsupervised and you let them spend a lot or most of their time in front of a screen. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's one thing that if you do that repeatedly, continuously, that's really toxic. Yeah. You should be it, we're not we're not anti screens or anti screen time because we let Luna watch TV. We let her like spend time on TV, but it's not unsupervised watching and I don't let her watch for the entire day or like for longer hours. You really just have to be mindful of that because it might affect or hinder their development. And that's that one is scientifically proven. Yeah. Right. That that, that screens would have these effects on them. So uh, as you probably observe, we just wanted to share our own experience. Experience and definition of what possibly a toxic parent could be. That's how we're trying to be mindful of these things. So not necessarily that you'd always shout or you'd be so rude. But obviously, those are characteristics of a toxic parent. But we hope that this episode would help us have better perspectives or be reminded of these better mindsets that our kids are growing, learning, exploring, and tantrums would have to be a part of it. Before we close this episode as well, my love, I want to give a shout out to all our subscribers because we've hit a milestone. We really appreciate all of you who have subscribed, who listens to our podcast. Again, from the bottom of our hearts, from Leo and I, thank you and we appreciate you and we hope that you will continue on listening to our show. See you in the next one.
Thank you for listening to Clueless Parents Podcast. Be sure to listen to the next episode.